I grew up with my mom talking down on my dad. And I never saw the parts that she saw. And she would always tell us stories about how awful he was, but I never saw that. Um, and so it was kind of like, well, what do I believe? And I, I found myself resenting my mom um, and I couldn't even explain why. And, you know, I feel like society and um, sociology has research about why you shouldn't talk about the absent parent in a negative way. And I know that, but the truth is the dude sucks, you know, and I don't know how to convey that. It's, it's hard to say, look, baby, your dad loves you. Um, but some people just aren't good at being a dad. Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why are you mad? Single dad, why 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 you mad? So I'm in the midst of looking for a school for Miles for kindergarten. The place he's at is just pre-K right now, right? The place he's at is just pre-K, yes. So I, uh, today, went online to the Charter School Center and filled out an application for him to about five different schools in the neighborhood. Two of them I know, you know, because I'm in the charter school business. One of them, I know the woman who runs it, she's a little batshit, <laughs> but she gets good grades. That goes a long way, although the culture sucks. And the other one, the woman who runs it, is really King Kong in New York City with respect to uh, slapping mayors around and governors around and telling people what to do. And she, uh, I mean, I don't know the principal. It's really about the principal at the school. So I just put him in for probably about five different schools. Yeah. And uh, his mom is still chasing the uh, <laughs> author dream. <laughs> uh, so that tuition is $48,000 a year. For, for the school she's looking at? Yeah. Oh, good. Yo, that's, 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 that's college money right there. So uh, she told me, but they have a sliding scale, right? <laughs> so let's just say they cut that bitch in half. Right. right. That's it's 24 grand. 24 grand a year. Yo. Let's just say they cut that joint by 75%. That's still $12,000 a year. Right. For kindergarten. Right. See, like, this is the shit that, like, like, me living out here in the suburbs, right, the school system is amazing. And I've mentioned before, like, the, the high school. At one point, it was, like, the number one high school in Connecticut. You know, and it, it varies. Sometimes it's, like, number one. It's dropped as, as low as, I think, like, number eight or whatever. And it's usually, like, within, like, the top 200 schools in the country. For, for the high school that we're districted for. I'll pay the taxes. Fuck it. Because my, 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 my kids are getting an education. So what are the school taxes up there? Well, you know, you, you're, pay, you're basically paying the mill rate. You're, pay, you're paying the, the, the land taxes if you're a homeowner here. And that goes towards the school system and, and you know, the infrastructure or whatever. In my sister's, uh, in my sister's neighborhood, uh, you know the difference between the school tax and, you know, everything else that's going on with the house because they show it to you on the bill, right? Um, so in my sister's neighborhood, um, you know, where my brother used to live, the school tax is $500 a month. It's $55,000, $6,000 a year. 
They know yeah. that. You don't. Yeah, no, no, no. They, 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 like they, they, just, they just roll all that shit up. And the reality is, like, yo, for, for what we get for the schools here, I'll pay it. Like, I, like I'll, I'll take that on the chin for the simple fact that, like, my kids are getting a great education. They're building a network, you know, which, which you know, I, I'm a huge proponent of. And But the shit that really freaks me out is because I have neighbors who were in this great school system and they'll put their kids in private school to the tune of 50 grand a year. Yeah, it's just bad math as far as I'm concerned. Natalie. Hello. So you're in the bathroom. I have zero privacy in my home. This bathroom is actually bigger than my bedroom, so I'm okay with it. So I'm going to give a little background history here, right? So Natalie wrote us, I believe, either our first or second letter. And we read some of that. And then we have often asked her to come on, but she said she was shy. But for anybody who listens to our drop, Natalie is the one that claps her hands and says, single dad, why you mad? So... (laughs) That's who we're talking to today. Just in case anybody is looking for a little, uh, a, right. a, a little, a little background in history. Okay. Like she, 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 she is one of our one of our OG supporters from 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 jump. But I think it was something about hanging out with bearded black guys that kind of you know set her in the wrong direction. I guess that's the trend these days. So remind me how many children you have. I have three children. Three children, and mm-hmm. remind me of their ages. So I have twins and they're 10, they're a boy and a girl. And then I have another one. She is actually about to turn nine on Monday. Okay, and you had your first child when you were? 24. And you had your last child when you were? 26. And are you interested in having any additional children? Yes and no. (laughs) <laughs> okay, explain, explain that. Yes. Explain the yes and the no. Um, yes, if I meet the right person before the age of 39, because ain't nothing happen after 40. Okay. So it has to be the right person. So yeah. you know we're going to get mad DMs off of this one, right? So, <laughs> but, 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 but how do you know... And, and uh, you know, so we're all single dads, single moms. We've been, we all know the story. We, we, I'd like to have a little different conversation, right? So we already know that Clark is not interested in having anymore, even though he has not had a vasectomy, right? He says he doesn't want to have any. But you say you're interested if you meet the right person. I'm really interested in it if I meet the right person. How do you know when it's the right person? You don't. That's the problem. Oh, Clark, you don't want to have any. Let the people who do want to have some uh, uh, have the conversation. Go, go, go ahead. Do your thing. Ask your question, sir. That's really hard to answer that. But, you know, as a single mom and being put into the, this situation before, I feel like I've evolved into someone who knows what I'm looking for. And I know red flags and I know to look for red flags. And it's kind of like you're, you're supposed to set out this list of your non-negotiables and what you're looking for and stick to it. There's no beard that's going to make you say, oh, we'll, we'll just, you know, go past this red flag this time. And, you know, it's like you just keep losing yourself bit by bit by each red flag that you, you know, pass by. So I feel like 
Once you pray about it, you find that list. Okay. And you said there's no beard that would make you go past it? Is that what you said? You know, good looks really just kind of make you just pull a list to the side. Okay. So real quick, what was your family history growing up? Who did you grow up with? I grew up with my mom. She was a single parent as well. Um, I would visit my dad in the summers, and he lived in Texas, and we grew up in Oklahoma. Um, I spent a majority of my time at home with my grandparents and my gaggle of cousins and, um, and my two siblings. So pretty large family. Yes. And did you want to have a, well, did you envision yourself being a single mom, or did you envision something else for yourself growing up? Heck no, I didn't see myself as a single parent. Um, I saw myself as getting married at a certain age and um, having a large family is what I've always wanted. Um, You know, I wasn't envisioning having tons of money, but just having life kind of figured out. Um, I grew up poor, and so it was a hot mess. So I, I just envisioned things being different because... I thought I knew what to look for. And you were married before? I was not. The father of my children and I met in college, and we were together for six years, but we were not married. We kind of had a surprise by uh, getting pregnant at age 24, which was, what, year four of us being together. And uh, it was twins. So um, we kind of stayed together through that and ended up with a third child, and then we split ways. And how involved in the raising of your children? Is negative past zero? Is that? Is that- <laughs> Damn. So, so no engagement, no involvement at all? None. So not from a financial perspective and not from a spending time perspective? Exactly. Has he, has he, well, I know that the older two, well, the twins, he had to be around for a while because you know, the third one showed up, but has he had any interaction with them, you know, since you guys have split? You know, is, is he still local? Like, what's the story? No, so um, we split when the youngest was almost one. And um, basically, maybe a year or so after that, he moved to another state. And I haven't really heard from him since 2016. I know he's been getting in trouble with the law a lot. And recently I found out he went to jail, and um, but he's out now. And he did reach out, but he's uh, physically abusive. So I just kind of just let him do his own thing. And it's a hard thing to decide whether I'm going to let him speak to the children and then disappear again. You know, with his violent past, I'm also leery to let him talk to the kids. Because if he wants to see them, then I have to, you know, go through the court. And it's just, it's hard to decide what to do. And, and do they ask or do they inquire? Oh, yes. And how difficult is that for you? And when I say, I, mean, I assume it's difficult for them. I'm taking them aside. How difficult is that for you? It's really hard because Lord knows I am petty. <laughs> I think it's hard is because I grew up with my mom talking down on my dad and I never saw the parts that she saw 
And she would always tell us stories about how awful he was, but I never saw that. Um, and so it was kind of like, well, what do I believe? And I, I found myself resenting my mom um, and I couldn't even explain why. And, you know, I feel like society and um, sociology has research about why you shouldn't talk about the absent parent in a negative way. And I know that, but the truth is the dude sucks, you know, and I don't know how to convey that. It's, it's hard to say, look, baby, your dad loves you. Um, but some people just aren't good at being a dad. Uh, that's what my go-to statement, but they're nine and 10 now and they really are curious. So I feel like it's just hard for me to stick to my guns and not just dive into the honest truth. Like, look, your dad's piece of crap. I don't know. Oh, so that was going to be my question. To say your dad loves you, but um, he's really bad at being a dad. Do you really believe that? No, I think he is so self-absorbed and wishes this whole life didn't exist. And um, I really don't believe he wants to be part of this. I feel like he's a narcissist. And, you know, he, the only reason why he reaches out is because people expect him to. Because they know about us. And that's really it. The people who don't know, he could care less. So the, so the societal pressure and the, and the family pressure maybe yes. is like, hey, yo, we know you got three kids floating around out there. What's going on with them? Yes. And then he has to reach out to you in order to provide those answers. Exactly. And it usually revolves around him having a new girlfriend. And it's like they're, they're wondering, hey, where, where are your kids? And then he has to go through the story. And then in order to keep her around, he has to reach out to me. But how would they know, I mean, how would they know that he has kids? Why would say anything in the first place? You know, I think it's hit on his Facebook from like 2011. And you know women are going to look. Oh, yeah. So, so FBI certification. Now, here comes the tough question, okay? And I have to be careful with this question. So, Clark, I'm going to tell you a story. No, no, I'm going to tell Clark. I'm going to tell you a story, right? Go ahead. Let let me hear the story. One time, our wonderful Natalie posted a picture of herself and said, almost there, but still got to work a little hard or whatever else it is, right? And I said, no, you look great. Don't change a thing. And she sent me back the slanty-eyed picture. And I was like, what did I say? You mad at me? And she said, you can't tell a woman whether or not or how she should look. And I felt so, like, for the rest. Yeah, you're laughing now, right? Right. But but I felt so bad. And now I'm saying to myself, you can't tell a woman that she looks nice the way she is? So I'm going to do it now, though. And I'm gonna, but I'm gonna challenge you at the same time. Okay. Go, go ahead. Go, say, say what you're saying. You are a beautiful woman. I know what you looked like in high school. I don't know what you looked like in elementary school. You could have been awkward as all fuck, right? But you're a beautiful woman, right? Right. Right. You know. I mean, we call you Doctor Natty Patty, right? You obviously have some smarts. You, you know, you, you, you have a PhD. Am I correct? Uh, doctorate in pharmacy. PhD is a lot more intense. Doctorate in pharmacy. Yes. And she could she she could she could rock a white coat. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you 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 about to get paid on these vaccine prescriptions, right? <laughs> it's about to go the fuck down. Should I or should I not take it? Tell me right now. Ooh, you know, I don't know about that vaccine. You can't pay me enough, but okay. all right. Why would such a beautiful, smart woman who's got the workout gear and everything going, taking care of her body and everything like that, get involved with this fucking guy in the first place? Tough question. I know it's a tough question. Speak your truth, Natalie. Speak your truth. Go. Okay. Us women, as young, naive, we will believe anyone who's being just a little bit deceitful, and it becomes like a snowball effect. And before you know it, you find yourself in a situation where you can't, you feel like you can't get out. Of course you can, but you just, you're so deeply involved in it that you feel like there's no way out. You have to stay, you have to work it out, and you're the bad person. It's manipulation of your mind, and it's also isolation. I feel like anyone who's in this type of situation, if they don't have outside resources or outside influences to help them realize that they're in this situation, they're going to stay in it. Me, I had a wonderful set of friends who helped me realize, hey, this isn't where it's at. I also was more smarter, not saying that people stay or dumb, but you know, I did self-help, I did research, I read books, I kind of wanted to understand the, the psychology behind being in an abusive relationship. Um, but that's, that's how I got involved with somebody like that. And I see it time and time again with women who are manipulated into staying with somebody who is mentally or you know, emotionally abusive or even physically abusive. Um, you just you just feel stuck, but let me tell you, you can leave. Yeah, so the interesting thing too is like you also got to take in consideration, you were twenty four through twenty six when these babies showed up, so you were young, you were a young kid, and like from a male perspective, like yeah, I, I tell people all the time, like if you look at the stats and you look at like the insurance data, why insurance rates are so high for men under the age of twenty five, our decision making capacity doesn't exist. Like the part of your brain that make that allows you to make, you know, sound judgment is not fully formed until you're about 24, 25 years old. So, yeah, I mean, that absolutely had to play a part in, in where you were and, and what you went through. Yeah. And, and how much older than you is he? Or was he? Uh, two years. Two years. Okay. All right. Glad to hear that, right? Um, I know it because, you know, it works on the other side too, right? Men right. sometimes get into relationships that they probably shouldn't be in and they stay there longer than they should. What was the light bulb that went off? What was that magic moment? What was the thing that happened that was like, okay, that's it, I'm done. And then it's just a process of getting out. What was it? It was one day, you know, he had been increasingly agitated with me regularly and that wasn't normal. It was usually in episodes, but this was, wow, it was probably three times that week. He was so mad at me, and I literally did nothing. So I cooked something, and he had a knife, and he sat down to eat it, and he, he was so mad at me. He 
slammed the knife down like this and like glared at me. And that was it. I had had it. I was like, you know what? I am literally playing with death with this dude. I don't know what he's capable of. He's already tried to strangle me. He's already pried my one-year-old out of my hand where I thought he was going to hurt my son. And, you know, he's done all these crazy things. And I'm like, where am I going to stop? The knife, was it, I'm not going to be a statistic. I literally just left. I never look back because, you know, I see all the time. Um, there's a, a guy in Oklahoma City. His name's Clint Patton. Not like my last name, Patton, P-A-T-T-O-N is his last name. And he's an advocate for uh, domestic violence because his sister was murdered. And it's, you know, it's eye-opening. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to leave my children in a situation like that. So it's like, when am I going to get out? Am I going to get out now? Yes. I chose to just, at all costs, just leave. It doesn't matter. I got another apartment the next day. And, um, yeah, I never, ever even came back at all. So you made up your mind, right? Mm -hmm. yes. But it's tough, right? When you're in the middle of the storm, when you're in the middle of going through it, you got three kids, you know, you're out here by yourself. Was there ever a moment or a time when you said to yourself, maybe I should go back? It's really hard out here being a These sailor. bills is adding up. Bills, these, kids are, these kids are stressing me out. Right. These kids are stressing me the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, I went two years without sex. I was <laughs> I'm not even going to say shit. I'm just saying, I went from a six-year relationship to nothing. To cold turkey. see so busy. So there was a point where I got weak. I got weak. I wanted to know if I was just being, you know, over the top. So, you know, and I also think sometimes I can be super strong and I can be a savage and whatever. So I was like, whoop de whoop, come on over. Bring some diapers too. And that lasted a whole two weeks and he started getting crazy. And I said, get the fuck out of my house. That was it. So you did, so you tried it. You tried I, it. I tried the using you for sex. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I think we've touched on this show before. Like women, women like to recycle. There's something about the familiarity, you know, and, 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 you know, knowing what you, what you're purchasing. Right. Yeah. I don't know about that for me. They just throw me away. But, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> pivot real quick. You went two years solo, right? What has been like for you since? I, I'm asking, keeping the fact that, okay, you have three children. Yes. You know what I'm saying? What yes. has it been like dating with three children? Oh, my gosh. It's insane. Like, I don't know how to date with three children. Who does? And so... So, so are you okay saying how old you are now? I'm 35 now. 35 now, right? Yes. So mama's still got it, right? Look at her nails. Mama's still got it. Nails is done. Mama's nails is done. Nails done. Hair done. done. Everything done. Head, what? Head, <laughs> nails done. Hair done. Everything nice. Go ahead. Exactly. 
So I've dated, had two serious relationships. I've had a really weird fuckboy relationship uh, that ended up breaking my heart. And, you know, it's, it's really weird trying to figure out while I'm young, too, because, you know, when I started this, I'm still, like, in my 20s, which I still think is young and naive. And so I tried to date, had a relationship, got hurt, got to see it, you know, like he didn't want to have a stepfather role. And so that hurt me. Uh, then I tried to just, just date around and that didn't work. It's not fulfilling. You know, you're looking, I'm looking to become a wife. I don't want to be in a situationship. I don't want to be in a gray area, let's see how this is going, type dating forever type situation either. So I recently had a real relationship, which I thought was for real going a mile. We even got a house together. And he couldn't handle the stepfather's situation. What do you mean you got a house together? Uh, listen, I got the visuals. Uh, for the people who don't see what I see, tell me what you mean when you say we got a house together. We got a house together, and I live here with my three children, and he moved out. Um, we moved in here in July. He moved out in October. And how long were y'all dating before that? We started dating in May of 2019. Kind of started dating, like, 2017 but it didn't work out um and we tried again may 2019 and thought it was like just this is it we moved in together july 2020 and yeah so and you're saying he couldn't do the stepfather thing so so from your perspective what is the stepfather thing from your perspective? You know, I feel like it's just being a dad. It's just you have children, but you didn't get to experience the birth through, you know, the ages you didn't, you weren't there. You, you didn't know we existed. So um, you, you just treat them like your own children. That's what being a father is. It's not any different than being a stepfather. Um, of course, yeah, you have to deal with the other person's family, but uh, I don't know. Man. And he didn't have any children. That was going to no. be my question. So he, he didn't have any kids of his own. Um, no. And how old is he? 33 today. So 33. Oh, today's his birthday. It is. Did you say happy birthday to him? Did you send him a happy No? Okay. Did he, did he say to you, hey, today's my birthday? You didn't say nothing? I blocked him, so I don't. You blocked him. Oh. Yeah. Uh, like, and, you know, this, this could be some animosity. Like, I'm, I'm not. You know. you know, I feel like it's healthier that way because I feel like we have such strong feelings that if he, I just feel like if he can't handle this, this has nothing to do with me, I feel like we just need to cut it. Right. So if he if he has and the the reality is if he has access, like I, I always say, a wolf is always going to sniff for an opening, right? A wolf is always going to sniff sniff for a door that they can push in, and and and, and have access. 
Um, and it's not necessarily a malicious thing. It's just what wolves do. Um, so when you say like he, he, he couldn't do the stepdad thing, was it, you know, just a difficult time relating to kids or, you know, or spending time with kids or just even having the patience to deal with kids? You, you're speaking everything he said, you know, it was, it was excuse after excuse as to why he wasn't happy. And, um, it all had to do with something around parenting. Uh, So it wasn't that he said, I can't do the step parent thing. It's, it's just, it's just, it was, it was all some level discomfort. And what was his parenting? What was his parental situation like? Was he involved with his mom and his dad? Were like both of his parents in the place? Um, he, his parents are still married, um, and they. Um, I think his dad wasn't around a lot. He's a police officer, um, but you know they seem like stand-up couple. I very appreciative of them. They watch my children now. So um, that was how he grew up was a traditional, you know, mom and dad. Mom has her role. Dad's respected. So, so he, he saw fatherhood and he saw fatherhood in practice. His dad actively yeah. parented him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, dudes, like some, some dudes just, just ain't cut out for it or they're just not ready. That's what I, you know, and I don't fault him for not being ready. I'm just going to have to choose myself and find who is ready. So, so good point. Find who is ready. Uh, That's all I have. Clark, do you have anything else? Yeah, actually, I was curious about the situation with your dad, right? So, like, so your your mom downplayed him. He was there kind of like you would go and spend summers with him. What was your relationship relationship with like with your dad and what is it like now well right now it's great he's actually the person who's gotten me through this breakup um with his wise words but we didn't have a good relationship so i'd say like tween years all the way until like age 32 was not good yeah and that was mostly because of the things my mom implanted in my head. But when I was a child, we had a good relationship. I would want to go see him. And when we went, we had a good time. Um, but he remarried and um, had stepchildren. And uh, we didn't have a good relationship with the stepchildren. And so um, that put a strain on my dad and I's relationship. And, uh, you know... I was a rebellious teen. Oh, man, it was bad. But, you know, whenever he would call and I'm in trouble and he'd try and say something, I was quick to be like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you would get feisty with your pops. Oh, yeah. And he couldn't do anything because he's six hours away. So and I use that. But, and I feel like, you know, now we have a good relationship. I feel like he understands where that animosity came from and he understands and he sees that I respect his, his opinion and his wisdom. And, you know, we don't see each other all the time, but, um, you know, so. 
so he he's still daddy, right? And, yeah. and so, and and I'm guessing your kids adore him at this point, right? Well, actually, my kids have only met him once. Really? Wow. Yes, it is. It is a work in progress to change that, but um, it's basically you know throughout my whole life he he hasn't been involved, so it's it's just now come to the point where I'm trying to be involved and. Yeah. With COVID, you know, I, I wanted to go down there in September. It didn't happen. Um, but my kids have met him when I graduated from pharmacy school, and they do like him. So what does your support system look like? So I think the support system is huge. Every time I go to therapy, they're talking about support system, this, that, and I'm like, okay, it's important. But basically, my support system here are my best friends from OU, that's really it. Um, for a while, while I was dating my boyfriend, his parents were our support system as well. And that was wonderful because I've never experienced that before. Um, in Oklahoma, I had my mom and my sister, but, you know, they're busy. So, yeah. and my mom's... Eh. She's got her own shit going on. So, <laughs> so like, I know one, one of the things that, you know, you used to be a what was a professional cheer were you a cheerleader? Yeah. yeah. I danced for the Hornets when they were in Oklahoma City after Katrina. And I also danced for the Oklahoma City Thunder the first year that they started their inaugural season, if you will. But yeah, that's what I, I did two thousand six through two thousand nine. And, and and how'd you how'd you get get started in that? Were you a dancer as a kid, or you know, was it yeah. something you picked up in college? Or so I was a gymnast at first, and then my coach he retired. And you know, growing up in a small town in Podunk, Oklahoma, I needed something to do. Um, so I got into dance, and that turned into college. Of course, I was a science major, but. Um, I was smart too, because I had free tuition. So what I would do is I would take nine hours of core curriculum and then I'd take uh, like six or seven hours of dance because I had, you know, it all paid for. So <laughs> so you would get the dance experience in and, yeah. and, and build the hours. Exactly. So um, that's kind of how I got into dance. And then that led into an audition for the, the Hornets and I ended up making it and I loved it. And that's kind of how I fell into all of this. And I also um, recently got a fitness certification so I can teach my own dance class. It's like a ratchet Zumba. It used to be on Tuesdays and we call it Twerk Tuesday. So while we're there, right? Because yes. you need to wind up. Why don't you okay. tell people where they can find you? My Instagram is at Dr. Natty Pat, and that's D-R Natty and A-T-T-Y Pat. And um, you can find me on TikTok, same name. It's mostly my daughter, but she's funny. Yo, hold on. The TikTok that you posted today of your daughter imitating you. It was Yo. funny. <laughs> Yo. Yo, I... I you know, I cackled. I cackled out loud. Do you really lose your phone that much? Oh, my gosh, yes. And my keys. It's bad. In, uh, it was in college. No, it was in pharmacy school. 
I got canceled off my insurance because I locked my keys in so many times and called, called roadside assistance so many times that the insurance company canceled my policy. Because you kept locking, not because you got an accident, because you kept locking your keys in the car. Yes. It costs money every time they got to send somebody over there. Uh, Natty? Yes. We honor you. Thank you. We love you. Okay. I love you guys. And we appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Be safe. Call the action, Clark. Yo, ladies, gentlemen, and consenting adults, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Single Dad, Why You Mad? Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on all of the available podcast formats. Anywhere that you can find a podcast, we are out here. Anything you want to say, David? Single Dad, Why You Mad? Single Dad, Why You Mad? Single Dad, Why You Mad? Single Dad, Why Are You Mad? Single Dad, Why 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 You Mad?